and welcome to Wealth of Nations, a Euromoney podcast. My name is Chris Wright, and I'm the Asia editor of Euromoney. I'm interviewing the leaders of some of the most significant and interesting sovereign wealth funds in the world. Few nations have had a more boisterous 15 years economically than Greece. More or less consistently since 2007, it has either suffered international crises with profound impacts on the country's finances or debt crises all of its own. Growth Fund, a sovereign wealth vehicle established as Hellenic Corporation of Assets and Participations, or HCAP, is in some sense a mirror and response to these times, formed in 2016 during the third economic adjustment program of the Greek debt crisis. In the eight years prior to its launch, Greek GDP had dropped by a quarter while unemployment had climbed by the same amount, bad debts were up by half, and Greece's sustainability as a Eurozone nation had been in doubt throughout. Growth Fund, as it is now known, was set up to encourage state-owned enterprise reform, but also with a broader overall ambition, to bring financial stability, good governance and professionalism to the whole institutional idea of Greece. A big job. But it's an interesting time to be talking to the fund because all of a sudden, Greece is in vogue. The sovereign vehicles of Saudi Arabia and the UAE can be found bouncing around Athens looking for investments. The invasion of Ukraine has given the country a chance to redefine its positioning in geopolitics. Greece repaid its IMF funds two years early and has been praised for reform efforts and reductions in public debt. Against this backdrop, at the end of June, Growth Fund announced a new strategic plan significant in two respects. One was a statement of targets that speak of growth rather than just keeping a ship afloat. A net asset value increase of 15% by 2024 accompanied by a 15% reduction in carbon emissions. The other was a pivot away from just the reform of existing enterprises towards a commitment to be an active investor in the Greek economy. There's another target, too, which tells its own story. A commitment to increase citizens' trust by 40%. Trust in Greek institutions has been in short supply over the last 15 years and must be earned. Gregory Dimitriadis is the chief executive of Growth Fund, and he brought a diverse CV to the job when he took it on in 2021. It embraces everything from US telco level 3 communications to the Hellenic army, but the bulk of his career has been in Greek institutions, three years as special advisor to the Minister for Development and Competitiveness in the aftermath of the global financial crisis, CEO of the Athens Urban Transport Organization, SOE, which serves Greater Athens, Chairman of Enterprise Greece, another SOE, and Secretary-General at the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. He spoke to Euromoney. Growth Fund was created five years ago, almost now six years ago. And the mandate was uh, to have a stewardship role over the public wealth, uh, the public uh, assets, uh, a big number of them. And the idea was uh, to maximize the value of these assets, improve the state-owned enterprises that we have under our portfolio to provide better economic results, uh, but also serve uh, citizens uh, in a much better way. And also what we have uh, recently been uh, promoting a lot uh, is to be a catalyst uh, for green transition in the country. And uh, this uh, is a change because Greece so far had a, a privatization fund, which is now also part of our portfolio. 
And uh, now this is a different concept, is that it's not just to uh, privatize, but it is actually to uh, maximize the value of what we have and see it uh, also from the perspective of uh, an investor. And uh, this is um, our mandate. And although we are state-owned, at the same time, we are independent uh, in our business uh, decisions uh, from uh, from the government, which uh, is also something uh, important as we want to, to grow, to become more mature, sovereign wealth fund. And in this respect, to be able to also do co-investment projects with others. Interesting. Now, the stewardship side of what you do, taking state-owned enterprises, trying to make them better, be an active investor, reform them, that's a tough job, particularly on the scale that you're attempting it. I, I, I mean, in my part of the world, Kazana is perhaps the closest example. And uh, I think what they've learned is that it takes extraordinary patience and, and that every single state-owned enterprise is completely different. And uh, fixing an airline is different to fixing a port to something else. So why don't you tell me a little about how you've addressed that challenges or perhaps some of the examples of how you've tried to bring reform to your stewardship uh, role? Yes, as you very rightly said, we want to be active shareholders and reformers. Uh, the state-owned enterprises that we have under uh, our portfolio are um, uh, companies that until very recently they belonged directly to the state. So they had all the bureaucracy or um, the rules that uh, apparently uh, didn't make them reach their potential, to, 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 to say the least. Uh, some were operating okay, but overall they didn't have the impact that uh, we would expect to have. And this is uh, something that, uh, since they are under, in, a, in the growth fund family, uh, we have uh, to help them uh, change. And it is important uh, because each one of them, they have, they're in different uh, industries, different parts of the Greek market. Some are B2C, some are B2B. But uh, in any case, they are important in the whole Greek uh, economy. So, so for us, uh, if we modernize them, then we will have a very positive impact and also uh, be able to um, engage with the private sector in a much better way. Each one of them requires, and that's what we put in place, um, uh, corporate governance, uh, which is important. We want them to be independent. We want to follow OECD uh, guidelines for state-owned enterprises and uh, through better governance and through good uh, and um, meritocratically uh, selected uh, management is the way to, to reform them. So yes, indeed, for each one of them, we have uh, a bigger or a smaller reform plan. And, and for that, we expect that uh, there are going to be uh, results. Uh, on one hand, it sounds that it is because there are uh, in, across six different industries and we have 18 uh, uh, enterprises or participations, it, it sounds a lot, but at the same time, there is a no growth opportunity for each one of the companies and, and that's uh, the opportunity for us. 
Well, what's a specific example? Let's take one, uh, an example that shows how you've made a practical difference or at least where you have a very clear plan about how to do so. Well, um, we have uh, several uh, plans <laughs> because we have several companies. If I was going to just take uh, one which is, uh, let's say, uh, simpler, but it shows the, the, the concept, we have a subsidiary which is called uh, um, uh, the Corinth Canal. Uh, it's a canal that uh, uh, it's a, it's a very beautiful to cross with a with a little boat. Uh, it is in between uh, mainland Greece uh, and it connects one part of uh, the Ionian Sea, which is the sea between Greece and Italy, and the sea between Greece and Turkey. So this canal uh, connects these two seas. And uh, so far, this company, it was doing, um, the only thing that it was doing was to collect tolls. So it was there, uh, bought passes, we collect some money, and that's it. And they were doing a very basic maintenance of the canal. Now, the idea here is to change it uh, completely as a business model because uh, the company does not just uh, have the canal, but it also has the real estate on the both sides of, uh, on each side of the, of the banks. So the idea is that um, we, first of all, invest, and this is something we can also do, not just ourselves, but in cooperation with the private sector, uh, invest in order to uh, maintain it and uh, have um, uh, much improved, even more uh, uh, safety regulations and rules and, and standards that uh, we have. Uh, so it is a much better and a safer uh, experience on one hand, this all throughout the year. Uh, and then at the same time, develop real estate on both sides and have uh, make uh, some uh, projects, uh, whether this can be uh, two marinas on the side uh, or whatever. So it makes it out of just crossing, but it makes it a, a destination actually that you actually want to go and visit. So for some, it's that they stay in the business line they do, but we have to improve how they do it. And some others, they have also to change uh, um, the the business the uh, the business model completely and that's uh, how we monitor and we are active shareholders more to the ones uh, as you you understand that they are they need more support to improve and ideally at some point we will be just monitoring them and they reach a stage that they are they are do very good uh, uh, on themselves so for example Athens airport if you come to Athens and you land in the airport. This is uh, very well managed. Uh, this is not something that we have to, you know, more of a reviewer than a reformer there because uh, it's working uh, in an excellent way. But for the others, yes, we have to uh, step in and, and help them as much as possible. Now, as you alluded to earlier on, uh, you're not just a steward these days of existing assets, but under your strategic plan, you also pledge to be an investor in the country. I think the figure is 50 million euros of direct investment per year into the Greek economy until 2024. So let's talk a little bit more about that, the investment side, uh, the you know new ideas and what you might do with that. Yes, exactly. Uh, since we are uh, a new fund, a relatively new fund, uh, there was a lot of focus on the state-owned enterprises that they have to improve. So this is a very important uh, pillar for us. 
we have another pillar, which is uh, the investment part uh, of us. And uh, this is something that uh, we are uh, mobilizing now. We're building uh, the capacity internally uh, to, to be able to manage uh, investments. So, for example, we have you know, we have a risk officer and a risk function now. We have uh, an international consultant helping us build the processes and structures. The same will happen with uh, uh, with the, the investment side. And we have at the moment uh, a chief investment officer in residence from uh, an, an international firm as well to help us until we build this capacity in order to uh, have the right uh, processes uh, and and that will actually make us uh, much more reliable in the international market to go and invest. And also, which is very important for us, to co-invest either with other sovereign wealth funds or, or with the private sector, uh, even if we have a small stake, because we see that the growth fund can be an enabler for investments. Uh, as well. Uh, it's not for uh, just to manage, but enable and bring what it is, uh, I think, a unique advantage for for an investor when they look at the growth fund is that there is a state part which gives you some stability and security. But uh, since the management and the whole team is uh, professional and, and, and non-political, it gives the investor someone they can uh, speak and talk to and at the same time have uh, continuity, uh, you know, beyond political cycles and, uh, and, uh, and so on. On the real estate side, I think it accounts for 40% of your asset base, real estate, and it's quite interesting. Around the world, um, investment-based sovereign funds are just fighting for higher and higher allocations to real estate. You already have a massive allocation to real estate, but perhaps a different set of challenges. Uh, I, I, I think you had a pilot program to re, to evaluate a thousand properties under your stewardship and launch a tender to do new things with them. So tell me a little bit about more about the sort of uh, real estate that you have in your portfolio and what you might do with it. Yes, uh, we have a, a company which is a, a real estate company and it has some 70,000 titles, which is uh, quite a big uh, number. And it also has some of great locations in uh, in Greece, uh, which uh, can be great opportunities for either touristic development or even the industrial development and so on. So the important thing for us uh, is, uh, however, to have a good idea of uh, the opportunity potential of its real estate plot. So that's why, as you mentioned, we have announced that we start this process with uh, making a pilot for uh, a thousand of them uh, in order to be able to uh, see the and update their the value see if they have any issues uh, legal or other technical issues in order to improve them to fix them and then be able to present them to to the market in order to be uh, utilized so, of course, uh, this is a pilot, but then we will have a, a framework agreement with the private sector and do it uh, uh, in a widespread way in order to, to, to catch up. And, and that's uh, uh, an important first step, uh, identifying uh, what you have, uh, make a segmentation and then make good use of it. Uh, of course, you can even group, you can, 
can do is a stock exchange. You can do. Uh, you have various options on how to utilize this uh, real estate. But it's not just the real estate company that we have. We also have the other state-owned enterprises. They also have pieces of real estate. Some uh, a lot. Uh, we have Yaose, which is effectively the real estate uh, assets of the railway company. So this is uh, another. Or as you said, the, even the Corinth Canal, nobody was seeing it uh, with the real estate potential, but they do have real estate all across the two banks of the canal. So this is another good uh, uh, opportunity there to use. It's um, interesting that at exactly the same time as committing to increase net asset value by 15%, you're also promising to reduce carbon emissions by 15%. It's a challenge, I would imagine, to do both grow overall while be less of a net polluter. How do you do it? Uh, it's the same strategy. And uh, if you are more responsible uh, for, for the environment, there's, there, this goes hand in hand with improving the common economic results. It used to be uh, maybe a perception of the recent past that, uh, oh, if you do, if you want to become green and you, you want to become sustainable, you just lose money because it's easy to pollute and, 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 and make money. But this is a very short-term gains, and in the long term, you definitely not be able to be sustainable. So, so the fact is that uh, we as a wealth fund are also not looking uh, for the next quarter. Uh, we're looking for the next uh, generations. So for us, it is very important that we build something that is sustainable and it serves the citizens and the people, not just now, but uh, for uh, the next many years. So on one hand, we have to um, uh, improve. Uh, there is a good uh, potential there, our state-owned enterprises, and we believe we can extract value out of them. So therefore, improve the figure that we have for assets under management also by mobilizing and starting our investment pillar the solution is more renewables and the solution to uh, the energy crisis is to have more uh, dependency on renewables which is ours rather than depend on, on others so we are committed to the investment plan for renewables and uh, to put this uh, forward in the same speed as it was before. Now we even have to accelerate it and we will be able to, to, to bring it even um, as we expect even two years earlier than uh, we planned. In fact, growth funds assets are responsible for 25% of the emissions in Greece, so it has potential to make quite an impact. Among other things, it owns the main public power company, which has amid an ambitious plan to change its energy mix. War in Ukraine and the energy crisis don't help with that, but Dimitriadis insists that any delay is temporary and that there is a commitment to boost renewables. In terms of governance, the fund is an independent legal entity, but with one shareholder, the Greek state, represented through the Ministry of Finance. It has independent decision-making under a supervisory board which checks on due process. So as a board of directors, we are uh, totally independent of decision-making. How uh, there is the government is evolved uh, officially once every four years because the Ministry of Finance gives us some uh, strategic guidelines. Uh, that uh, these strategic guidelines then we take when we build our uh, strategic plan. 
and our strategic plan, which is uh, for the uh, four-year period, is the plan that it is also approved by the Greek state, which is a good thing because they approve a document which it's also on our website, so it's public for everyone to see. Uh, it is something that uh, also shows that the government is backing the reforms that we are uh, setting and the targets that we are setting. And, and uh, so, although we are independent in the execution of this strategic plan, it is still good that we have uh, this uh, as an endorsement. So, we are not, uh, on the other hand, something uh, out of touch <laughs> with the reality, but still we preserve our decision-making uh, process beyond everyday political uh, situations that might arise. All of this is happening, of course, against a dismal global backdrop of inflation, rising rates, supply chain problems, war and an energy price crisis. None of these help, and Dimitriadis says the fund will have to adapt to extreme circumstances, though he says they can't be an excuse to slow down reform. But our final question is not about the world, but home. And finally, we ought to put this in the context of what this all means for Greece and how important it is for Greece. The country has been through so much economically through uh, various debt crises and so forth. How important is it to have an instrument of financial stability and reform in Greece today? It is essential. It's effectively one of the the reasons we were created, because when uh, our stewardship role and to also maximize the value of uh, our of our assets is what contributes to the stability the financial stability of greece and uh, that's why also we want to um, establish ourselves as an institution which is uh, like uh, the bank of greece it's a it's a, a pillar of uh, stability in the overall system we also have uh, the uh, well, shares of the stability, financial stability fund, which is uh, its role is to to help the banking system be stable. And uh, in, in that context, uh, I think that Greece had a very difficult time over uh, the previous decade. Uh, I think uh, that we have gone uh, beyond that. The last few years, we see that. Uh, uh, Greece uh, has much uh, better, not just uh, growth uh, results, uh, uh, but also uh, growth uh, potential. Uh, and th- th- this is not accidental. This is because of all the reforms that happened uh, over the last uh, decade, especially few, uh, the last uh, few years. And uh, we are also part of this, uh, contributing to this uh, reform uh, process, uh, we repay the IMF two years earlier, and so on. And, and and that's our role. For some investors that were very skeptical about Greece a few years back, I think to see um, institutions with uh, business-minded and uh, with a view of a investor uh, a perspective and speaking the same language as investors and not be uh, in the political cycles of, 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 of governments, but be, be beyond that, 
uh, I think this is um, what was uh, missing from Greece. Uh, and I think now that we have it, it's uh, up to us to make it work and make it work as the best of the sovereign wealth funds that you uh, present in your uh, podcasts. This has been a Euromini podcast written by Chris Wright with editing by Stefan Inglis.